All right, you ready, Dario? Yeah, baby. Hello, I'm Kevin Sanders, and this is my story from Cancer to Courage. This is podcast number 19. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I don't have any LMNOPs. I'm just Johnny Lunch Meat Kevin Sanders. That's enough. What's, uh, What's going on today, Dario? What do you got for me? Well... Hmm. <laughs> I like Johnny lunch meat. Yeah. yeah can you be good. can you be Johnny spam meat? Yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of spam. Me either. Well, it's good. What I got for you? Um, listen. Hold on. Yes. Recap. Oh, yeah. Eighteen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm excited. Recap is in the last pod. So we cover technically I'm mentally disabled. Um, I also have a good GPS mind, and I have a great visual compass. Um, we also covered I'm pretty good-natured, but don't push my disability. I learned that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and today's pod, we're going to be talking about my ER visit that I had last night. But it wasn't last night. It was a couple days ago. You can say last, last night. Sunday. I mean, yeah. you know, like, okay. who knows? Well, last night. It was... Uh, couple days ago but when we wrote this it was last night we wrote the outline it was last night yeah yeah well mm. hey yeah <laughs> i understand that you had a uh er visit last night tell us about it what you got sanders okay mm. well um let me give you the timeline yes so Here's a here's a story for you. Um, so Sunday, I had uh, had pancakes for breakfast. My wife made them; they were delicious. Uh, about ten thirty a.m. Uh, in the afternoon, me and the wife decided to have a Rockstar energy drink. Uh, about two p.m. and um, you know sometimes I have energy drinks, sometimes I don't. Um, but I started feeling like my blood sugar was going down. That hasn't happened in a few years, and I'm not diabetic, but I get really lightheaded, and I feel like I'm going to pass out, puke, take a crap, all at the same time. All the above. <laughs> anyway, I had a granola, a granola bar hoping that it would bring it back up, and I, I didn't feel right since then. Um, I had dinner, like, I don't know, about six or seven, thinking that would fix it. No. At eight... Uh, I was feeling really lightheaded and dizzy and couldn't focus. So at uh, 8 o'clock, uh, 8 p.m. Sunday night, I had a tablespoon of natural honey because honey fixes everything. I mean, it's got uh, natural sugars in it, tons of good vitamins. Um, and by 9.30, Lucia uh, asked if I wanted to go to the ER. And uh, I contemplated it. Um, but because I knew how, how much the, the ER visit was going to cost... Um, even though I have insurance, I re- reluctantly said, yeah, okay, I'll go. So, um, so I grabbed the bare essentials, like a bottle of water and an external battery, just in case, uh, we need phone juice because I have no idea how long this is going to be. Um, so she drives me there. It's like five minutes away. We park in the parking garage and walk towards the ER door and a security guard stops us. And Lucy explains that, or, uh, he says to Lucia and I that they aren't taking any visitors and I would be the only one allowed to go inside. 
Why? Which just is, because of the COVID thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like this is our first experience with this, mm. and I was like, well, she's she's not really a visitor. She's not visiting me. I'm not in the hospital yet. Mm. So I was like, she can't just go in there and tell the, you know, tell the nurse or tell the doctor like what happened. It's like so there was lots of people just sitting outside on their phones, and uh, I thought that was kind of weird. But so I'm lightheaded and disoriented. And so I go in there, um, and this whole COVID thing is, I don't know, the thing at the hospitals, I guess it's stupid, because why can't you just have someone come in and sit in the waiting room with you? Anyway, I can't think straight, and they want me to go in and fill out paperwork and what happened to myself. Anyway, they take my temperature when I walk in the door, and I have to wait till a nurse comes to get me, and I try to explain everything, the timeline of the day, and how I'm feeling not too many people. There was like maybe six people waiting. Um, I also don't really have any kind of emotions or reaction time, which is, uh, it's weird for me. Really? Um, yeah. So, um, it was interesting. They were all, uh, there was like middle-aged woman and the guard says she can't be in there. And so she kind of bursts in and, um, like a nurse like touched her arm because she's like, came crazily in the door and stood there staring and her arm, she touched the lady's arm and asked if she can help. And, uh, the crazy lady hits him and says, don't you effing touch me. And then starts like half crying and looking around and touching her face. And she was like right beside me. Did you feel like you just, did you feel threatened the man? Like you, she's gonna hit you. No, I didn't feel anything. I was just like looking over and it's like, what's going on over here? I just like, she was, two feet beside me and I just stepped out of the way and watched this happen. And, um, no, I didn't have any kind of emotions or reactions or anything. And then she just ran back outside. How'd Um, you feel at that time? I felt nothing. Like I felt neutral. There was no, there's no excitement, no anything. It was just like looking at, uh, the show. Yeah. Yeah. Just watching a TV show live with, yeah, which is which is very weird for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah. And then uh then she runs back outside and uh when the when she left, the nurse and security guard were talking and one was like, "Did she just hit you?" And the other guy was like, "Yeah." And uh so that was a a very weird weird story to start off the night. Um anyway, I go up and the person behind the desk asked for ID and insurance. I explain the entire story again, kind of bobbling because my balance is off. So she has me sit down and wait, and uh, I ask if I can go back outside to get my battery charger. My phone's at like 50%. And uh, and the wife is still holding uh, holding my battery charger. And I was like, well, if I'm going to be in here, I don't know how many how many hours I'm going to be in here, but if my phone dies, like, I, I don't want the, the best of her imagination to take over. Um. So there's, there's a lot of, um, it's just crazy that there were so many people out there sitting on their phones because they couldn't be with their loved ones. I should have grabbed, I should have grabbed a sweatshirt for later, um, because it was so cold in there. It always cold. I guess yeah. because the germs, man. <laughs> I don't know. Is it the germs? No, they keep it because if it's warm, it's like, yeah, mm. the germs love it. They love it. So they keep it cold suppose but obviously i'm not thinking straight so i don't think of anything obviously <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i go in there it's cold and i was like oh i should have should be wearing something warmer can i ask you a question 
Yeah. Did you wear a mask? Of course. All right. You have to wear a mask. So, um, you, they'll give you one if you don't. Mm. And then there's a there was a guy in there with a he came in with a bandana on, and so they actually had him mask pop out his bandana for a mask. I don't think the bandanas really work. Uh, they don't, but they 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 technically you're wearing a mask. Mm. Um, what else happened? So the wife went to go go back and sit in her car, and uh, and I went back to sit inside. It was like thirty minutes, and I finally got called back and um, and followed a nurse through a few doors, and uh, he took me to a triage room um, in the ER, and um, and said that I had a bed and I could wait there till the doctor comes. In the cold. Yeah, but, and I think I was shivering at that. But point. you were in, you were in shorts and flip flops. Yes, that's why you're yeah. cold. Well, t-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you're like, well, it's cold. Why? Yeah. Well, it's warm outside. But cold there. <laughs> I see. That's that's exactly like I would have thought of this because mm-hmm. I'm always like the guy who takes everything that I need for something. But Except- because I didn't, there's something odd here. Mm. So I waited another 30 minutes. Uh, now shivering. I had shorts and t-shirt flip-flops on. And a uh, nurse comes in and takes my vitals. And I had to explain the entire story again. And then the doctor comes a while after the nurse leaves and the doctor asks what's going on. And I was telling him I was looking up symptoms of having a seizure and low blood sugar and everything. Like, I have no idea. So I told him, like, I had cancer 12 years ago mm. and I've been trying to get an MRI. And, um, you know, just so he knew, like I the last um, the previous week, I had been calling my. um um my neurologist and um she just wasn't returning any any of my calls like i don't know i'd leave a voicemail and uh it just wouldn't go anywhere um so um so he said they were they were going to give me an ekg for those of you don't know it's a, a test to make sure my heart's working properly and a ct scan uh which is a poor quality brain scan and it's just enough to see if anything is wrong, like really wrong. Uh, and then some blood work. So you had a whole, no! t- you had a tune up and I know how much you hate oh, needles, man. man. Oh man. Sadly, I knew, I knew it was going to come to this. Like mm-hmm. I know they're going to take blood and I was like, sucks. Hey, so at what part you text me before you were there or? Yeah. Yeah. So I texted you when I was on my way there. Oh, okay. Which I was like worried, man. I'm like, oh, she's what's going well, on? I, I told Lucia, I was like, yeah, the one person I'm going to tell is Dario. And I'm glad, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and, so I was like, <laughs> and I, so I was like, well, if, I'm not going to text my mom because she's in Indiana. Oh. It's it's like uh, like 930 here. Right. So it's like 1230 a.m. Right. in the morning there. Well, I was like, there's nothing she could do but worry. Well, you know what? I felt uh, scared. Scared. Is it scaredly or scaredly? What's the word? Honored. Scared. Lee. Oh. Well, honored, but like you really felt worried. Scared for me. Well, not. I was worried, man. I mean, I couldn't even. Oh. Dude, it was horrible for me. I, I didn't tell you that until just now. It was horrible. Oh. So, well, yeah. Next time, maybe I'll just text you when it's all done. No, no. <laughs> because I told you, I said, Kevin, I would text you if I got bad news. Yep, yeah. And we'll get over it. You just get over it. You know. Well, I guess the news, it wasn't bad, well, but we'll get there. Yeah, okay, sorry. We'll get there. Right. Um, 
so the first lady came in to do the EKG and she put like 12 patches on my body. And I thought like the EKG is just supposed to be for my heart, but she put two on my legs also. And she like put them all over my chest. And um, so she took the initial test just to have uh, like an image of like my resting state. Mm -hmm. And uh, then she unclipped all the metal clips from the patches and said I could peel them off later since they would pull hair off. And I was like, oh, great. I'll have to uh, deal with all pulling off these super sticky patches and rip off my hair later. Well, that's that could be like fun, you know, give. I don't, I don't know what you're into, Dario. Sorry. But <laughs> pulling my chest hair off. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, you know, when you get home from the ER and you're like out of it, your wife can pull the sticky things off your chest. I actually I actually did that myself. I don't want <sighs> I want to know when it's going to happen. Okay. I yeah, thought I can kind of just set the mood a little bit. Nope, I I don't know if you're, you come home with your patches or you I do. put duct tape no, on yourself and you you have your wife peel it off. Well, one time I did, right? And she ripped it. I'm like, dang, this skin and hair under there, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. uh, done, done, done. Okay, all right. The lady came in to take my blood. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I have a phobia of needles. Yeah. I was already laying down mm-hmm. and. In my head, it was a I was in a battle for like if I wanted to tell her or not about what like that I was a phobia they had a phobia of needles. You like never was, do that. You never do that. So I was like, do I tell her or not? Do I tell her or not? Like, would it make her more careful? No. Or like, <laughs> would it make her more nervous? Nervous. And so uh, you told her. So anyways, no. Oh, good. And so, <laughs> uh, so anyways, um. You know, I it sometimes it seems like you turn. If I told her, it'd be like a self fulfilling prophecy. Mm. It just means like that you don't want something to happen so bad that it actually happens because of what you did. She pokes a blood vessel and boom, Niagara Falls. Right. It's like, well, that's great. That's why. That's why I have a phobia. Mm. But anyways, um, I decided not to. Good. Probably a better choice. Uh, she swabbed it, stuck the needle in, and I blew out uh like as much breath as I could. They tell you to do that if there's a lot of pain. Like, you breathe out as long as you can because it hurts. So were you a big boy that night? You are like, yeah, I did the needle. Hmm. <laughs> well, I was like, I was breathing harder under my mask because I had my mask on this entire time. In the fog. And uh, harder and harder. Uh-huh. And then and I felt like she was taking out like eight bottles of blood. I was looking away and she kept swapping out the bottles. And uh, Maybe she was keeping she, them. Yeah, keeping them for herself. Yeah, putting one for me, one for the pot. And she asked if I was okay. Mm. And I was like, yes. <laughs> she just, and then she started putting tape on it. And I'm thinking, oh, great. She just gave me an IV. Oh, did she? A, yeah, it was like a permanent needle in my oh, arm I for the time that. being. I hate that. Jeez. I hate, ah, oh, man. I was like, it's okay if you take blood, but having like an IV sucking you. I know everyone out there is like, oh, it's not that bad. Needles aren't that bad. Mm. I was like, well. It's when you look had, at it. You look at it, it's yeah, like, dang. I had real bad experiences mm. when I was a kid. Really? And, uh, yeah, okay. anyways. That's another pod, right? That's that's in a previous pod. Oh. Um, she asked me if the IV hurt, and I was like, well, it, no. I mean, it's, it, wasn't, it wasn't out of the abnormal amount of pain. So I was like, no. So, uh. You know what I do? Yeah. What? I'm like, do you have any candy or sticker for me? <laughs> yeah. I need a cookie. Yeah. What's up, though? Chocolate chip. 
So I told her that I was phrasing. Yeah. And so nice that she came, uh, she came back and brought me a heated blanket because I was like, I'm freezing in here. You half naked and, with needles in your body. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that, that blanket was really nice. Um, but this whole thing was going on. I totally understood that lack of communication to my, my wife in the car would be really bad because I didn't want her imagination to get the best of her. Like, I don't know, like I was dying or whatever. Mine didn't, but it was, I thought a lot, I thought about a lot of things, you know? Well, yeah, like I didn't want her mind to go those places. Right. Because she generally, as a person that cares for you, right. her wife or her imagination would just yeah. go to like, well, He's going to be there all night, and he's going to have surgery. and. But it wasn't that bad, though. I mean, it wasn't like surgery. We'll get there. Okay. Now, hold on. Maybe I did have surgery. Maybe I didn't. Okay. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I was I was taking pictures um, and basically texting as much as I could. Yeah. Not during the blood draw, but, um, like, when I was getting the patches on, and uh, I was, like, taking pictures, like, from top down, and the lady who was doing the EKG, she, she saw me taking pictures, but didn't care. Um, I, I gotta admit, they were pretty good pictures, man. They were like, yeah, uh-huh. They were like, wow, National, what's this magazine, medical magazine pictures, you know? <laughs> yeah, because he, Dario asked, like, who took these pictures? <laughs> I was like, I did. I wasn't even looking at the camera. Very good, though. I'd, like, flip it up, laying on the bed. I'd flip up the camera on my left-hand side, and I could peek down at it, and I could just, like, Take the picture. They're actually very good, man. They really are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after that, um, another guy came in and he said he was gonna take me to get a CT scan and asked if I was hooked up or anything. I was like, no. Hooked up. And he can see. Yeah, like you hooked up. Well, you know, I had my stuff under uh oh, the blanket. I had everything under a blanket. Oh. Yeah. Well Yeah. So okay. that's why I asked. Okay. So I walked with him uh to the into a um, Walked away with him into the room that was basically look exactly like an MRI machine um, and said I could bring my, my phone and external battery um, with me because I had that sitting beside me. And I think it was kind of neat that um, like people there understood mm. that you had to have your phone with you. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't an MRI machine um, because I could put my phone at the end of the little bed. But people understood that uh, you had to have your phone with you because they weren't allowing in visitors. Oh. And that's your only communication to the outside. Well, doesn't something in the phone, like, um, mess up the, the reading and the machine? No. <laughs> Go on. No. <laughs> so, uh, mm -hmm. so I had my first experience of a CT scan in about 12 years. And ever since I've been diagnosed, I hadn't had one. Oh. And they're much easier than an MRI. 12 years ago. Um, yeah. Wow. So I was like, when I first got diagnosed, they had me go through a CT scan and I, I don't barely remember what that was like. And they're like, oh yeah, you have something abnormal with your brain. And they told me to get an MRI the next day. Mm. That was back then. Okay. Um, Did you feel... So... Okay. What? Well, I kind of knew what was going on. We will get to that too later. But but did you feel that this is like um, something coming back on you? Uh, kind of? Kind of. Yeah. It was like, because like I did everything I knew how to do. Mm. I put all my food in there. I had, had dinner. Mm. I had plenty of liquids. I had honey that usually fixes everything. Yeah. Like and Windex. Like, I'm still, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and I had uh, everything I knew how to do, but I still, I still couldn't feel right. So I was like looking up, like, am I having a seizure? And like, 
So I don't even know. So secretly, you think you did you think that uh, hey, this is uh, trying to come back on me. Maybe yeah. because like it had been almost a year since I had an MRI, and like you know, your cells duplicate every two months. Mm -hmm. So maybe that you know the tumor could have come back. But you know what? I, um, I briefly, briefly thought that. I mean, like I didn't. Mm. It ran across my mind. It ran out. But yeah. But I think, I think if if that would have been the case, being the person you are, you would have like mm -hmm. gracefully handled it. Oh yeah. yeah, I was like, like I wasn't worried at all. Yeah, and uh, I was trying to make it so my wife wasn't worried at all. Yeah, but she she's a very strong person. She just hides it. So, um, anyways, okay. you you lay down and on the uh, the CT table or whatever, and he just raises the table and he runs behind glass and a machine slides your head in and out of this big circle machine a few times. Unlike the MRI, they slide you all the way in. Bread basket. Yeah, and he says I can put my phone and and my external battery at the end of the bed. I never heard I of that, like, that's though. Neat. That's that's new. I think because CT scans, they don't use a magnet. Oh. Like, that's what MRI means is magnetic resonance imaging. Ooh, thanks. So, yeah. Um, I didn't know that. So CT scan, I'm not exactly sure what it uses, but I think it's like, I don't know. There's one where if you take all your jewelry off your mm -hmm. everything your, your yep. belt buckle all this stuff off um yeah so um that's a it's probably an mri mri machine in there that you're they're using mm -hmm. so it's like completely magnetic but in this one they didn't have an mri machine in the same building oh um anyways okay. um he uh mm -hmm. it was like i don't know six minutes five minutes and he said uh is it all right you can uh you know, put your clothes you on. Go ahead and get up. Did, did yeah. you have a yeah. <laughs> hospital robe on? No, 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 oh. no. I didn't have any of that. Oh. There's just shorts, flip flops, and a t-shirt. Still, they don't make you change for any of this stuff. Really? I guess. Yeah. In the movies, you you got your gown and your, you know. Well, you know, this is real life. Oh. It's not the movies. Sorry. <laughs> well. Anyways, so I, I he's like, anyway, you can get up, <laughs> and uh, and so I told him, I was like, uh, hope it looks all right. Um, because I had a big chunk of my brain taken out. He saw that. Yeah, and he goes, "Yeah, I saw that." Really? There's n there's no other comments or anything because you can see my brain when he's getting the images done. Fascinating. And so I was like, "It's gonna look weird because I have a chunk taken out." Hey, you know what? So, wow, is the chunk like a chunk, chunk, chunk? Yeah, it's like a an abnormally sized. Uh, golf ball to tennis ball size in between there. It's like mm. it's just a chunk. Okay. It's not like a perfect shape. They didn't use a ice cream scooper to scoop it out. Wow. Hey, do you think that like when a chunk of your brain is missing, does something grow between that space? You know what I mean? No. It, uh, it's just spinal fluid. Just chunk. Yep. All right. And I you know, my brain could relax at that point right. when they took it okay. out. What else happened? Um, so he says it's going to take another 30 to 45 minutes to get the results. Mm. And uh, so I just sit there and stare at the curtain and try to keep my wife company while she waits in, waits in the car. Are you still cold? And um, No, because I put my blanket back on. But the blanket stays warm so long, man. It does. I mean, it's it's pretty good. 
I don't know what they do, but those blankets are pretty nice. Yeah. Um, so I was getting a few texts back from friends that she'd reached out to to pray for me. Really? God, yeah, God bless this little woman's heart. Yeah. Like, she's just, like, messaging people for prayers and uh, just asking people to pray for me. And um, you know, I was going to, but I said, I respect your mm. your privacy, you know what I mean? And I want, mm, and I would, yeah. you know, because sometimes you don't want the world to know that you're, like, going through things. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm not going to tell about it's it. It's okay. Well, I mean, you know. I, yeah, I, I don't want 80 people texting me while I'm in the hospital. On the bed, you know. I did. Right, so... I was just texting back okay. uh, my lady, but uh, she's she's so amazing. Um, so a doctor comes in and not the same one as before. He's like, I'm your new doctor and I'll be taking over since the other doctor's shift was up. Dang. And all your results came back normal and you had no swelling in your brain. Mm-hmm. So let's get you out of here. And I wasn't, I wasn't thinking, obviously I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, um, can I, can you get this thing out of me? And I was pointing at my IV and he said, yeah, we'll get a nurse to come in here and get that out another 30 minutes. He's going to send you home with the IV and the patches on your chest. What is it? Jeez. No, I should have asked more questions like, you know, like what's my next step or what do you suggest? Or, or like, where do I go from here? It's like their whole objective was like, you're normal. Get out. Yeah. And I was like, well, obviously I'm not normal because I still feel relatively the same. But for a while, right? So, yeah. all right. What else happened, man? So I texted my wife that everything is okay. Um, and it's kind of bittersweet news because, you know, here I am. I'm just wasting money. You didn't even text me back, man. Like a peace of mind. You didn't even text me back. I text my wife back. No, no, I mean, you, didn't, were texting me. you never said, well, hey, I'm okay. I'm... <laughs> okay. I didn't? No, brother. I thought when I got home, I texted you back. No, your wife did. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to text Dario back. And she said, I already did. All right. Uh, like, she, okay. She's great, huh? Yeah, she's wonderful. She really is. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I was wasting all this money. And uh, I mean, at least I knew nothing was like, air quotes, wrong. So Lucia was like, that's it? What are you supposed to do now? Who, are you supposed, who, do, you, who do you see next? What this? What? Who? We? And so I was like, which got me thinking the same thing. So the nurse who comes in to take my IV out, uh, yeah, it makes uh, makes me lightheaded even thinking about it. Um, I ask him those questions. And he's like, "Well, the doctor is really busy." So oh, busy. Well, wow. I should follow up with my family doctor. I said, "Well, I don't have a family doctor," okay. and um, I even and so uh, even say that he's busy. Like, like you're not important, man. You know. I mean, I had asked earlier on, like one of the nurses. I was like, "So is this like, are you guys busy tonight?" Or and. And she was like, "Yeah, we're 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 pretty busy. pretty busy tonight. As average, tonight is a busier than normal night. Yeah, and then you come in with so, your problem, right? Making them busier. I told them I didn't have a family doctor, but I have a neuro doctor, a neuro oncologist, mm-hmm. a brain doctor. And he said, follow up with her then. And I told him, you know, I left a voicemail last week, got no call back. So, anyways, I at least asked for copies of the CT scan, my blood work, and he went and got them and came back." Mm. Um, and I told him I, I would call my neuro on Monday and go from there. Did you? So, yeah, mm. I did. And she, uh, she actually, she answered and then we scheduled an appointment. Did she have one? Um, what? Did she have one yet? Man? She, oh yeah. So, okay, um, no. So I had, uh, an appointment four days later with my neuro doctor and, um, 
and she is requesting that I get an MRI. But didn't you get an MRI at the hospital before uh, that night? No, that was a CT scan. Oh. This is uh, my yearly MRI. Oh, that one. That one. It's, uh, the CT scan doesn't really show any kind of yeah. anything. Like It's not even meant for diagnosis. It's just so they can see if like your brain is abnormally yeah. bleeding. So anyways, I'm getting my yearly MRI, and it has to go through insurance still. Mm. Um, but that'll happen when? I don't know, hopefully sometime soon. Mm. I think she's going to call me next week because they have to call my insurance, my neuro lady, she has to call my insurance and they have to pre-authorize it. And then the insurance have to approve it. And then my neuro doctor has to call me back uh, and tell me what hospital and where I have to go to get an in-network MRI. Gosh. We'll check it out. Grasshopper? Yes. The next podcast, you're going to give us a whole rundown on what you know, this would happen. Well, hopefully I have an MRI by then. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, like, um, so they released me from the, the hospital and I grabbed my wallet, my phone, my external batteries, and my papers and just shuffled out to the street where Lucia picked me up and I'm uh, had the finally home. You had the patches on your chest. I had them all over still and I was like, I'll take them off when I get okay. home. So finally, finally home and I still have the patches. My patches on. Oh, patches. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I, I was just staring at her in the kitchen. Like we walked in. I was like, oh, yeah, I still, still have these patches on. And so it was like kind of like a, a funny moment. Mm -hmm. And I was like me being like manly man. I was looking at her in the eye and I was like ripping them off. Oh. <laughs> rip, rip. <laughs> and you had, yeah. you had hair on each patch, right? Yeah. Like as I ripped them off, I'd show her how much hair ripped off. Oh. It, it wasn't. It was painful, but whatever. I did them fast. So then I ripped off the, the IV tape of like oh. where I had the, the IV and I was like, oh, that one hurt the most. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still felt lightheaded, yeah. but I felt better. And um, not all the way, but, um, you know, we went to bed and um, I don't know, it was a crazy evening and I'm still waiting on the bill. Hey, so as of today, like today is, um, yep. what is today's date? Oh, I don't know. 18th? Yeah, this is 18th, guys. Yep. Kevin Sanders. July 18th, yeah. 2020. Yeah. How do you feel, man? <laughs> How do you feel? Um, I feel better. Better, but not, not like cool, like good? No, like I guess I won't feel totally better until I get my MRI. But I think it was just like what we had figured out. It was like a long-lasting low blood sugar level. Mm. The honey didn't work, huh? No. That's, I don't know why. Well. It was probably because like combination of like super sugary pancakes and then i had that the rock star well see i don't know uh, something tipped me over the here's edge here's the thing do you read the uh what's inside the rock star man of course well you apparently you didn't why not because when you drink this rock star um what's yeah. that stuff called uh six hour ten hour drink whatever the hell it's called yeah you're, you got b vitamins yeah yeah like a thousand percent of your daily dose, though. Eight thousand. So you drink it, and your heart's like boom, boom, boom. You can see your heartbeat through your shirt. I like that though. Oh. I like having energy, dude. But so you like? <laughs> That's like three cups of coffee. Okay, you like going to the ER yeah. and flip flops and? Well, no. I've had I've had many other. And I don't drink them every day, but maybe like once a I month. Bad. I have like an energy drink. No, but, but does energy drink? Yes. Does the energy drink have the same um, stuff that the monster have they all generally have the same stuff well, yeah but some more 
than less. I mean, this one had like 180 milligrams of caffeine. So that's like equal to roughly three cups of coffee. I mean, this one wasn't like a super high potency. So listen, you wonder why you're feeling kooky, right? Because I had one energy drink in 38 years. No, you had. And then I went to the hospital. No, no. Didn't you say you had an energy drink and you had sugar pancakes? Yes. And you had all this stuff? Canola bar? Yeah, yeah that's, that's supposed to even me out. Mm. Did, did it? Well, no. Mm. It was like a weird, weird day. So listen. Full of sugar. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Me too, yeah. man. Me oh, too. Yeah. But and, um, if you don't get the MRI before the next podcast, we'll be looking. We'll talk about something else. Hmm? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, I don't know. We will. We will. Um, hey, so your overall, treat, your overall treatment uh, uh, that night, how was it? Mm-hmm. It was good besides the fact that you know, my wife couldn't come in yeah, and uh-huh. like keep me company or whatever. Well, you had your flip-flops and your, your shorts and your phone. Yes, those kept me much company. Yeah. Isn't it crazy when, like, this whole COVID thing, you go, you know, with your spouse to the doctor and she stays outside. It's like, well, that's scary. It's like, well, I need that support. You know, I need that person. Yeah. It was, like, weird because, like, if, say, if I have, if I was really having, like, a brain aneurysm or I was dying and I have to go in there and tell them everything that happened by myself. You pre-write it. I was like, see, I didn't know that was going to happen, though. You didn't know. So, no, why would I know that? Well, you know stuff. You know what? You can Google it. <laughs> I'm being silly. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, but right. I'm glad you're okay, really, for real. And um, Me too, man. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's the podcast for today. Mm-hmm. And uh, as my usual, my uh, Jeremiah 29.11 I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. Which I was repeating mm-hmm. when I was behind my mask waiting for doctors to come in. And All right, help. man. That's beautiful. Can I say one last thing? Go. Yeah. When you go to the ER, don't wear flip-flops or shorts or t-shirt. You know why? You'll why? be cold. That's a good one. Thanks for that, Dario. Good tip <laughs> for everyone who goes to the ER. Don't. <laughs> Dress warm. Yeah. Hey, buddy. See ya. See you guys.